Hello and welcome to our podcast on digital transformation from boardroom perspective. Today, we welcome a familiar voice back into our dialogue around digital transformation, Jaspreet Bindra, the tech whisperer. Jaspreet got his this moniker from the title of his book, The Tech Whisperer, published by Penguin Random House. As the name suggests, the book and Jaspreet help demystify and simplify emerging technologies in digital like AI, blockchain, Internet of Things, virtual reality, etc. Jaspreet is also the founder of Digital Matters, a digital transformation advisory, and a co-founder of Uncube, a future of work partnership. He was previously the chief digital officer of the Mahindra Group and led businesses in Microsoft and the Tata Group. In addition to the tech whisperer, Jaspreet has authored a second book, The Immune Organization, published by Amazon Western. He is a keynote speaker, a global educator for Harvard Business School, a scholar in residence at uh, ISB, and a partner of Singularity University. Welcome, Jaspreet. It is an honor to have you with us today, and we look forward to your insights as we explore digital transformation from the perspective of the boardroom C-suite and senior executive. Thank you very much, Anand. It's a pleasure to be here and it's a pleasure to talk to you again. I look forward to the conversation. Thanks again, Jaspreet. Uh, so there is a growing list of uh, corporate practice stories for a digital transformation. Uh, still quite recently, Wall Street Journal published an article describing how even well-respected global companies have stumbled in their journey to remake themselves into a digital company. So according to Forbes, 87% of companies think digital will disrupt the industry, but only half of those companies feel they are prepared for potential digital disruption. So even with the right investment intent and top level advocacy, companies struggle to develop strategies and execute them successfully. So I wanted to understand your perspective on, you know, what can, what role does the board need to play to drive successful digital transformation? How can a board enable and govern the digital transformation journey? And are you seeing corporation add board members with expertise in digital transformation? Thank you very much uh, for this question, Anand. And it's great that we are talking about this because I, I do believe that many times we do talk about, you know, how senior management CEOs and employees down the line need to be involved in driving digital transformation. But often we forget or sometimes ignore the very, very important role of the board here. Now, if you classically look at boards, Anand, they're broadly focused on three areas. Obviously, financial performance is one of them. Risk and compliance is another. And strategy and setting strategy for the company, therefore, is the third. Now, what we have seen is if you take a typical board meeting, usually financial performance and risk and compliance tend to take a majority of the time uh, which boards spend on. And while obviously these are extremely important topics, what happens is that technology or digital or digital transformation in some sense does tend to get covered in the risk and compliance part, but it's usually limited to cybersecurity. And in fact, cybersecurity, uh, as you might imagine, 
is becoming uh, you know very high up in the order of priorities that companies and boards need to address and boards themselves are gearing up both from an expertise viewpoint as well as from an attention viewpoint specifically on cybersecurity so while that specific aspect does tend to get covered and does tend to get overseen by the board the rest of the stuff around digital transformation which which falls in the third area which is strategy many times except in very good boards tends to get ignored in fact strategy as a whole many times tends to get a shorter shift than you know financial performance or or risk compliance uh, and and many boards are trying to change that by having you know separate strategy sessions etc from a board looking at digital transformation strategically uh, i believe that there does need to be a a sea change or a big change in terms of how boards look at it now obviously there are some some companies which are best in class where you know boards have the right level of knowledge competence expertise time uh, to to focus on digital digital transformation technology and how everything is changing for around them and therefore what needs to change in the company but most times uh, the way the boards are composed uh, most of them are very focused towards audit committees and you know risk compliance and you know uh, csr uh, or compensation etc and there's very less expertise available which can actually focus on this digital or digital transformation part across the world and specifically in india there needs to be this this uh, almost a movement where uh, boards need to bring up digital transformation technology beyond cyber security uh, into their agenda uh, one of the things covid has done uh, and this pandemic and this disruption has done is actually managed to push that through a little bit and boards have realized and board members have realized chairman have realized that you know they need to kind of uh, uh bring this area up front because it's not only related to future performance but sometimes even present survivability uh, i do believe that we need to now almost mandate technology or digital or in the bank's case it for example directors uh, and and possibly some kind of board committees which are focused on technology and digital going forward because it's no longer about just you know doing having technology it's about winning in the future it's about surviving in the present so i think there's a while boards have started to gradually look at uh, digital transformation there is some way to go and i do believe that certain even regulation is necessary to make that happen back to you anand uh thanks just for the uh, response um but it's not just the board but uh, in most companies especially those that are not in the technology space we have leaders who may not necessarily have a deep understanding of digital technologies so will the creation of a chief digital officer alone be enough for transformation and if not how can ceos infuse digital awareness and competence in their teams uh thanks anand uh in fact you know i have been a chief digital officer and as you very kindly uh, said in your introduction uh, i was one at at a group level for the mahindra group i remember this was about 5 years back and i probably probably anand i was probably the first chief digital officer of a large corporation in india and so you know this this uh, role 
uh, is a new C-level role, a relatively new C-level role, which has come up in uh, organizations across the world. And while you know some countries, uh, the U.S. being a leading example, have adopted this particular uh, talent or this designation, many other countries are still grappling with what and why and why have a CDO and what would a CDO do. Um, actually, there's an apocryphal story. Uh, which goes back to the time when almost when Edison invented electricity. And the story says, now I'm, I'm not sure how true this is, but the story says that around the time electricity came and you know it hit industry because industries were working without electricity. I believe there was a role created which was equivalent to a chief electricity officer. Now it wasn't called that, but basically that person's job was to get in electricity into a corporation or into a factory or into a plant and just modernize the plant and completely revolutionize the plant therefore imagine uh, a, a manufacturing plant making anything uh, making or a textile plant you know working without electricity and then suddenly you have to get electricity in and then the chief electricity officer equivalent would actually do that uh, now uh, obviously that role was not a long-term role because once the electricity is there and you know, the uh, uh, industry and factories are working with the electricity, the role of the job of the chief electricity officer is gone, is over. I liken the role of the chief digital officer the same as the chief electricity officer. You need a chief digital officer today, I believe, for the reasons that you said, because, you know, that expertise is needed, that talent is needed, that culture is needed. Uh, but then I think the best chief digital officers are those who make themselves redundant eventually. And hopefully, they make themselves redundant by becoming the chief executive officer. And because, you know, now CEOs need to be need to be technology people, need to be digital people across organizations as every organization needs to become a leader, irrespective of the industry that it is in, needs to be a technology company. And if that is so, then the, then the person who's leading the company, obviously, uh, she or he uh, needs to have that digital or technology a background. So a CDO's job, while still undefined and very uh, bespoke to most industries, broadly has three or four things. Culture is very critical. And I think a CDO needs to, more important than anything else, needs to bring in digital culture and linked to it, digital talent. It's about business models, new business models, obviously new technologies, bringing in new kind of thinking and uh, quote-unquote design thinking responsible for making sure that the entire C-suite and at least the senior part of the organization is aware about the new technology and the new kind of companies coming through, disruptions happening, large focus on data and analytics and how uh, you know data can be used to drive uh, decisions going forward. So I think that that's all of this comprises really a CDO's job and depending on the industry, some of it is less, some of it is more. And as I said, you know, I think it's it's an important role to have uh, to, to uh, bridge this gulf that exists, which you pointed out in the C-suites in terms of having this culture, this knowledge, this talent, uh, this awareness and this these kind of expertise. But I also again repeat that I think CDOs will make themselves redundant and hopefully become CEOs. In fact, just a couple couple more to close the answer. Uh, I believe that in the US uh, Fortune 500, 
of the Fortune 500, and this is about a two-year-old figure, so I don't know how it has changed. 83% of the Fortune 500 have chief digital officers today, and some of them, in fact, even have chief data officers separate from chief digital officers. Uh, I also do believe that the best chief digital officers are the one who actually are the CEOs. So. If you look at Jeff Emerit in GE, now, sure, GE, you know, things happen to it for all kinds of reasons. But I think Jeff Emerit was really the first senior CDO of any company. He just used to used to call himself CEO. Uh, and so I do believe CDOs are very important. They just need to be looked at in a different way as the chief electricity officer example that I gave you. Back to you, Anand. Very interesting uh, comparing, you know, digital to electricity, but I guess uh, both of these are indeed uh, uh, trends or, um, you know, developments which are fundamentally changing, you know, how companies and industries operate. Uh, but um, beyond the chief digital officer, is there anything else that the CEOs can do to infuse digital awareness and competence in their other, you know, team members? Do they need to do it? Uh, the short answer, Anand, is yes, very much so. The long answer, here it comes. So, so you know, you referred to my book, The Tech Whisperer, and one of the things that, and we've talked about it in an earlier conversation, one of the things that I talk about in The Tech Whisperer is this, is my uh, Holy Trinity model of digital transformation. And the Holy Trinity model, just to quickly revise, is, uh, you know, where Brahma, the creator of the Hindu Holy Trinity, is about business models and Vishnu, the preserver uh, of the Hindu Holy Trinity is about uh, customer experience and new kinds of customer experience, uh, mostly digitally led. But then I talk about the fact that the most powerful God in the Holy Trinity is actually Shiva, the destroyer. And Shiva, the destroyer is actually about culture, capability, mindsets. And uh, as I say in the book, uh, while, uh, you know, uh, there are, there's, there's a whole cult within Hinduism which says that actually you don't need the, all the three gods. Shiva is the creator, Shiva is the preserver and Shiva is the destroyer. And so uh, Shiva is supreme. Now, I don't know whether that's true in uh, 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 Hindu, uh, uh, Hinduism or not, but it's certainly true in companies which need to get digitally transformed. Shiva is the most powerful god and therefore CEOs uh, need to bring this new culture part in because if they do not, most digital transformations, in fact, all digital transformations fail for only one reason, and that's culture. While they may succeed for many reasons, uh, they fail for one, which is culture. Now, what is this digital culture? And, you know, one can kind of spend hours talking about it. Uh, but at the end of it, digital is a state of mind. It's not technology, it's not process, it's not a product, it's not policy, it's how you think. And you know, how you kind of view the world, not only in atoms, but also in bits. How you can are innately curious and do not fear failure. How you can be experimentative, collaborative and fluid. How transparent, in fact, how radically transparent you are. And the only hierarchy that you respect is of competence and knowledge. And this kind of digital culture, Anand, uh, you know, always, always, and I underline that always the third time, flows top down. That's the curious thing about culture. It always flows top down. And so if the CEO and the senior management does not believe and does not become the ambassador of culture, it's not going to happen. 
So, uh, if I were to ask, you work with hundreds of leaders across the uh, spectrum of industries in, uh, you know, being their digital whisperer. And uh, when you kind of work with these leaders, um, are there aspects of digital transformation that some of these, you know, successful people felt that they had done uh, sooner? <laughs> you know, I would think that's a very, very timely question. And I use the word timely deliberately. Because if you had asked me this question six months back, I would have said yes. But you know what? There's still not enough of them. There are a few people who think, yes, they should have kind of gotten onto this uh, ride a little earlier. But there are still many who don't really think so and they think there's enough time. But now with this pandemic and uh, the lockdown, especially the lockdown, not even the pandemic as much as the lockdown, uh, where the world has changed completely around them and you know in many industries have gotten just they've just stopped in the middle of the middle of the track supply chains have gotten disrupted consumer demand has fallen through uh, through the floor customer journeys have uh, or or are irrevocably changing uh, CEOs look around them and see that the companies which had, invested in and in fact risked almost and um, spent time and money and effort in digitizing or di digitizing their operations and digitalizing their business models and bringing in cultural change in their organization and people those are the companies which have actually been far more resilient in this uh, lockdown uh, again examples are rife across sectors across industries as to companies which have been nimbler which have had as digital as possible business models which they invested in earlier uh, have kind of uh, either not suffered as much as some of the others have or in fact some of them have in fact gained from this whole disruption at the cost of people who did not do this and so I think now this realization has hit far harder in many in fact almost all CEOs and over frankly over the past month two months these conversations uh, with me and more importantly otherwise have become more and more uh, out uh, common and out there every single CEO is talking about uh, digitization and digital transformation uh, many times they only talk about digitization and cost control, but many of them also talk about transformation being their priority number one as they kind of emerge out of this pandemic. And so industry across industry, you see people who have invested in this uh, uh, have, have, have been more resilient. And, and I think therefore the job that at least I used to have six months before of telling people that Look, you must invest in digital because, you know, ABC reasons, you know, uh, not only leadership, survivability. I think now that that is no longer necessary. People have realized that. And so I, I see this happening uh, uh, across sectors where this realization has come through. Now, obviously, many of them have been, you know, hurt by this financially and otherwise. And many would not have the capacity to invest immediately. It is a Darwinian moment. Some would die. But I think this event, more than anything else, has persuaded uh, CEOs uh, of the uh, criticality, not only importance, but criticality of investing in digital and technology and culture. Back to you, Anand. Thank you, uh, Jaspreet. Um, uh, 
so uh, i think your uh, point is well noted that uh, covid has uh, accelerated people's you know mindset thought process about uh, digital uh, but outside of remote working uh, has it brought any fundamental change in leadership thought process across different industries that uh, you are noticing from your executive interaction yes uh, anand in fact uh, uh, remote working obviously or working from home uh, uh, obviously has been the most visible manifestation of this change uh, in fact um, it was just these changes happening which prompted me to bring out my second book what this book talks about the immune organization really talks about what has changed and what needs to change in companies because of this disruption and there could be similar disruptions after this and so what do ceos need to do to make their companies immune to further shocks uh you know in many ways while all of us have been running around looking for a vaccine uh you know covid itself should be looked upon as a vaccine and we should produce the right antibodies uh, so that something like this happens again our organizations are more ready so i think the biggest thing that has happened in in you know in is actually this whole move towards decentralization and actually it's a recurring theme in my book and i've written a bunch of articles also after this one of the things which organizations have realized is that the more decentralized your operations are the more survivable you are the more anti fragile you are the more resilient you are again as you go industry after industry after industry you will see this decentralization theme and there are many other things there's this whole thing of uh, customer journeys changing for example uh, is another big one the whole uh, need for cost control and digitization and robotics uh, is going to be another big one and so the whole thing which i spoke about in my earlier answer which was about uh, making your business models as digital as possible so you know i talk about six of these seven antibodies in my book which are around decentralization business models digitization etc etc but then the seventh antibody which i call the superpower antibody in a sense is just about culture change is about mindset change and i think that's where ceos and chros have to leverage this uh, particular disruption to use it as uh, as winston churchill said never waste a good crisis and therefore use this crisis to initiate revolutionary mindset culture change and i'm seeing this happen you know across industries i'm seeing mindsets changing because for a very simple reason or uh, you know if you kind of read uh, medical psychology etc you, you know people say that it takes between 22 days to 66 days for a habit to change if you want to stop smoking don't smoke for 22 to 66 days depending on culture depending on your will power etc and our lockdowns have gone much beyond 66 days and ceos have spent more than 66 days in a lockdown and so their habits and their mindsets and their uh, thinking has changed quite a lot i'm not saying it has radically changed for 100% of the people but there's been a quite a large change and i think we're going to see this change manifest itself uh, after the things come back to quote and quote uh, norm uh, back to you all Uh, so just with uh, you know coming down to specifics of transformation in companies are there uh, roadmaps milestones or metrics that can help uh, corporate boards assess uh, an organization progress towards becoming a digital first or becoming a digitally competent organization 
uh, how can they recognize inflection points either positive or negative along the journey to ensure that they reassess and adjust thanks anand uh, you know not much work has been done in this area uh, honestly uh, you know so there's no certain answer for this and i think not much work has been done in this area primarily because it kind of harks back to your first question as to whether boards are serious about digital transformation or not i don't think we've gotten to the stage where you know unlike many other board metrics we have clear metrics for this because we this is not yet seen as something that boards should be kind of uh, mandated to be involved in and i guess when boards kind of take this seriously is when you know some more literature some more metrics etc would develop uh so the short answer is there aren't really any credible board metrics that at least i have seen okay which can which can you know predict inflection points and you know whether we're going in the right direction or not couple of things that only that i would say here philosophical is that you cannot measure digital transformation the same way that you measure financial performance so you know financial performance you know because of the chartered accountancy as a profession or financial management as a profession uh for decades in fact more than 100 years now has very clear set measures of performance uh, and ratios uh, which are well recognized and you know are reported and you know therefore you can compare apple to apple you can compare different companies now that same uh, those same metrics of roi or roce or you know uh, or any of these other ratios or metrics frankly cannot be used for transformational measurement because many times digital transformation uh, success is about living and failure is about dying it's a 10 you don't do it you die and then you know how do you measure death and so uh, and so you know i tend to do this not necessarily with boards but at senior management levels is far more measuring milestones rather than measuring key uh, financial performance at different times and if you kind of if the milestones are getting achieved towards a certain towards a certain uh, uh, destination then you know uh, uh, you know you're kind of on the right path thank you for your uh, time for and for your insight uh, jaspreet Uh, your key messages uh, resonate with the uh, executives who are grappling with digital um essentially your messages are that boards need to prioritize strategy as a key part of their mandate especially around digital transformation executives need to look at digital as a fundamental change as much as electricity was in its time and ceos especially need to lead from the front in terms of changing the culture and the mindset i hope our listeners enjoyed hearing you as much as i have i hope you have a wonderful weekend ahead thank you thank you anand uh, thank you very much uh, i i enjoyed your questions and uh, i hope that some of the things uh, that i said will resonate with you as well as your as well as our listeners thank you again thanks for having me